A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story is asking, would I be the asshole if I asked my fiance to change her wedding dress? The dress herself is very beautiful, but there is a backstory. My fiancé, 30 female, was engaged five years ago and was about to get married to her soon-to-be husband at that time. But that guy eloped with one of the bridesmaids. The wedding was cancelled. She didn't get to walk down the aisle. Two years after that, she met me, 31 male, and we started dating. Now, I love her a lot. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. I understand what she went through because I was cheated on as well. We are planning a wedding. I know we're not supposed to see the wedding dress and whatnot, so I didn't ask which dress she will be wearing. I got to know from one of the bridesmaids that she will be wearing the same wedding dress she bought six years ago. I don't know if I'm being unreasonable or not, but I don't think I will be comfortable seeing her in a dress that was intended for her first wedding. It feels like she's clinging on to the past wedding. I talked to her. I asked her why she wants to use an old dress and not buy a new one. She told me this is her dream wedding dress. She made this dress just for her wedding. She hired professionals to do it. It was hand-stitched. She made the design way before she even met her ex. She doesn't want such a beautiful dress to go to waste. I did tell her if she thinks it's inappropriate considering her first wedding did not happen. She told me she doesn't want another dress and she doesn't see it that way. She only sees her dream wedding dress. To her, it is a perfect dress for a perfect day and the dress is only for her and not for the groom. She also doesn't want to spend so much money on making another dress. I dropped the matter. Look, I've been engaged before. When my ex gave me back her ring, I sold it. I bought a new one to propose to my now fiancé. So isn't it fair for me to ask her to buy a new dress rather than an old one that was meant for her first wedding? I haven't asked her anything. I'm willing to pay more if she wants another dress. I don't want to hurt her feelings. I want her to be comfortable with her choice, but I feel like this is something we both have a say in. So, am I the asshole here? Now, I get that you don't want to hurt her feelings and you want her to be comfortable with her choice. I kind of felt the way you told this story that this dress wasn't for like her ex-fiance at all. She designed that dress before she even met with her ex. So that dress is personal to her. That dress is for your day. She doesn't think about like her fiance when she's wearing that dress. She's just thinking about her wedding and and something it sounds like she's put a lot of love and time into. And to me, it just feels like totally separate from her old wedding, her old fiance. So for me, I can kind of see where she's coming from on this. But I think simple conversation will fix the day here. I know it's very easy for me to say as always, but I think it will. Some of the comments on the story, one from Ryan's Princess One, who says, So I would agree with you if this dress was specifically for that wedding. However, as described, she's dreamed about this dress way before that wedding was even there. So in her dream wedding, this is the dress. That was just not the day. I think if you take a step back to see it from her point of view, the dress itself is sentimental for reasons beyond the first wedding. 
This dress wasn't made with a husband in mind, but with her and what she dreams and wants. I'd agree if you propose with the same ring from your ex-fiance, it would be tacky. However, say that ring was your mother's or grandmother's and had much more significant value than the person wearing it. I feel like once you realize you made a mistake on the person you were going to use such a sentimental item on, you'd stow it away and make a much better choice when you did finally use that ring. Crafty Term says, I saw a wedding dress while I was in high school shopping for prom dresses. I literally could not stop staring at it. It was so beautiful and I needed to have it. Sadly, at 16, I did not have $1,800 to spend on a dress. You can bet your ass I would have bought it and saved it for my wedding if I did have it though. I could not find anything close to that dress years later when it came time for my actual wedding. Sometimes it really is just about the dress. Graham Snow says, since the dress was not made for that wedding and was designed before they got engaged, I think you're making a big deal about it. The dress has sentimentality value for her, not the relationship itself. I think you are reading way too much into it. The difference between the engagement ring and the dress, the engagement ring was bought with your ex in mind. The dress was made with your fiance in mind, not her ex. Chain Gun Samurai says, you're the arsehole, look. She fully intended on using her vagina with that dude for the rest of her life. and You didn't expect her to replace that, did you? It's a dress that she intended to wear at her wedding. She didn't wear it at her wedding because she didn't get married. So OP does come in with an update and they says, okay, I received a lot of feedback and I appreciate it. I thought it would be better to just communicate my thoughts to her rather than demanding her to change the dress. I talked to her today. I said everything I mentioned in my post about my insecurities and my analogy of the ring. At the end, she told me the same thing that most of you guys have said. The dress represents her. It's not about the groom. She designed that dress when she was in college and came across the dresses worn by both her grandmothers. She took the inspiration from their dresses and made them into her own. My ring and her dress is not the same. At least my ex-fiance got to wear the ring. She never got to wear the dress and she is glad because the dress would have been tainted with bad memories. She wanted that dress to be an heirloom. She wanted to be buried in that dress if she ever dies. She further told me she was going to make changes to the actual dress anyways because during her first wedding, she had made some modifications. Her ex didn't want her to have anything sleeveless, so she put sleeves on it. She's going to remove the sleeves and go back to the original design. She also told me in her original design, she wanted a cape. She would take that cape off during the reception, giving it an illusion of wearing two different dresses. But she scrapped that idea because her ex thought it looks tacky. I told her I'm willing to pay the money for this cape. She said she would be thrilled. I'm glad I talked to her. I'm not going to ask her to change anything about the dress. She wants to go back to the original design and I'm happy with that I talked to her about this. We are rushing our wedding so everything needed to be quick and buying a new dress would be another pain. Also, a lot of you guys have been asking me to show the design. I do not have the picture of the dress. I only have Pinterest links my fiance gave me as a reference of the cape. Edit, since people are confused, she wants to make a replica of the dress in the future. The replica will be used for the burial and the actual dress she is going to wear will be passed down. And we have got a couple more comments and an additional post as well, which should give us a little bit more information if you like. Someone asked OP and they said, if she ever dies, buddy, I've got news for her. OP replies saying, this is some weird tradition that brides should be buried with their wedding dresses on. I want to go out like the way I came into this world, completely naked. <laughs> Lol. 
I've heard that several times people wanting to be buried with wedding dresses or in suits and stuff like that. I'm kind of a bit like OP I think in this one and don't get me wrong I'm not against traditions or anything I'm very much you do you but for me don't gift wrap me or anything just chuck me in the furnace and go and have a drink. <laughs> a controversial comment came up from someone they said She's not having a wedding because she loves you. She's having a wedding so she can wear this dress and be the center of attention. You are just a prop. If this was really about the two of you uniting, she wouldn't care what she was wearing. Starting to see why the other guy bailed. Hopefully, she doesn't make the divorce all about her, but the way she's acting, get ready. Oof. Opie replies to that and says, I don't think that. I already talked to her about it and sorted things out. I'm wearing something too that symbolizes me at my wedding. It is a watch that I bought after I saved money. I wouldn't have forced her to wear something that she doesn't feel comfortable with. You are perhaps reading into it too much and I think it is insensitive to poke fun at people who went through a tragedy and was betrayed by both her friend and lover. It is her wedding too. She deserves to be the center of attention along with her groom. Nobody wants to look like an owl on their special day. And OP kindly shared a couple of links to those Pinterest ideas of the wedding dress. And, you know, as far as wedding dresses go, I think they're pretty, pretty beautiful, right? OP added this other post about the mother-in-law, basically just saying, I'm getting tired of my mother-in-law micromanaging my wedding and says, my 31 male mother-in-law is kind of neurotic. My fiance, 30 female, has been stressing a lot because of the wedding. We were discussing the guest list and she popped out of nowhere and told us, to invite her friend Jane. My fiance doesn't hate Jane, but she has had beef with her daughter, Stella. Years ago, when my fiance was about to get married to her ex, Stella eloped with him, and it was a betrayal because Stella has been a close friend of hers. She was one of the bridesmaids. My girl was devastated. I understand her pain because I was once cheated on too. Now her mother wants to invite both Stella and her husband, the piece of shit ex, my girl and her had a fight. She told me she is thinking about uninviting her own mother because of this, but is afraid she will create a bigger drama. Her mother thinks she should forgive Stella because if she didn't take her ex away from her, she, my fiancé, wouldn't be getting married to me. If she invites Stella, then of course her ex would come along as well. She is not in love with him, but she is still cold towards Stella. My fiancé is not handling it well now. We are getting married in just a few months. We haven't planned more than 50% of things. I'm seriously considering uninviting my mother-in-law. And OP left one more comment on that one and said, I had conversations with my girl. She says she would cancel the wedding but will not invite two people who humiliated her two days before a big day. She did say she will talk to her mother and keep her ground. And I'm not sure if we'll ever see an update on that one because that post had to be recovered because it disappeared off the subreddits. But what kind of logic is mother-in-law coming up with? If your friend didn't betray you, you wouldn't be where you are now. So invite them along. I I'm kind of wondering, why would they want to turn up at your wedding anyway? That's bizarre as shit. Holy moly. What are your thoughts on this situation? How would you deal with mother-in-law if it was you? I'm glad the original part of the post was fixed with communication, but I think a mother-in-law issue as well. Oh my word. What are you guys thinking of this one? Let me know your thoughts down below. Let's move on to another story. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I saw this story pop up this morning on the Antiworks subreddit. It does have updates as well, saying about to leave my decent paying amazing benefits job why you ask i just had a meeting with my bosses husband and wife team so i could discuss with them some obstacles that were keeping me from being able to deliver on my specific job duties we had discussed this before and they expressed to me that they were unhappy with the lack of progress being made on several large projects i explained to them that the number of extra tasks they had been assigning me outside of what is considered my job has been limiting me from a time standpoint Today, I put together a presentation for them, outlining our current progress on those large projects and showing the completion of several other small projects. I explained to them again why the large projects were still not completed, this time giving examples of the specific extra tasks they've been giving me, outlining how much work those tasks take and giving solutions on how those extra tasks could be allocated elsewhere. They were not happy. They made me go walk them through the exact amount of time it takes for every task to be completed, down to minutes. I heard the phrase, well, it's a 40-hour work week, on multiple occasions where I mentioned that I may be out to lunch at some point during the day. In the end, it was decided the majority of the extra tasks are to remain solely my responsibility, and I am just somehow expected to make it work from a time standpoint. As part of the presentation, I recommended new strategies to achieve our goals as the current strategies in place aren't working. They shot down nearly all of my ideas and were somewhat offended that I would have the audacity to recommend a new course of action. They did decide on my recommendation to outsource for a portion of one of the large projects I was struggling with, but at the cost of no longer allowing me one day per week to work from home. That was the final straw. This one day a week I have to work from home is the only time I can get a lot of good work done. As any time I'm at the office there are distractions and extra tasks being asked of me nearly every hour. I explained to them that this work from home day was absolutely vital and their response is that they would talk about it and get back to me. We all know what that means. I also found out that the five days I was out sick with COVID, which I most likely got from the workplace, are to be considered PTO. This is not the first time they have misrepresented, lied about constraints around PTO. I am stretched too thin and my generosity in completing extra work around the office has been taken for granted. I don't know how much longer I can last here, but I've already started applying to different positions. OP came in with a new post on work reform and says my boss won't give me a copy of my contract and says basically as the title says, I had a computer mishap and lost a whole bunch of files I was unable to recover. My current employment contract being one of them. I plan on leaving this job soon, which I think they know, but I haven't given notice. 
I recall vaguely something in my contract saying they require 30 days notice. I just want to double check that so I can plan accordingly. I requested a copy of my contract from my boss and she said she won't send me a copy. The best she could do was schedule a time in the week so to sit down with her in the office to look at a printed version. She says anytime an employee asks to review any of the school's files, it needs to be done under supervision. It also means I can't take a picture and will have nothing for myself. What can I do here? And the majority of the commenters in this one was asking if she's sure if she's lost the contract and if she is, clarifying that she isn't in any computer program or file storage that she has access to. And her best bet for a copy would be to voice record her boss and her going over it, which is legal in her state but she's hesitant to do this for fear of getting caught. And OP then turns to the malicious compliance subreddit, titling it, This is the priority. A bit of MC against my awful boss. Some background without giving too many details in case one of my coworkers sees this. I've been working as the marketing director for a very small company for the past year or so. This job started out nice enough, but it quickly went downhill when we had about 10 of our 35 full-time staff members quit over the span of a few months. They all left for various reasons relating to awful bosses, who I will call Stacy, poor management tactics, and a team's attitude. The staffing issue became my issue when I was forced to pick up the slack for everyone who had left. I was being asked to do a number of miscellaneous tasks, some of which I was nowhere near qualified for all of which took away from my time to do my actual job of marketing. Despite this, Stacy would consistently make a fuss over certain marketing objectives, not being completed when she wanted. I would always explain to her that because she had delegated me to do specific work elsewhere, I had no time to do the marketing projects we had brainstormed. She, of course, never listened. As time went on, we lost five more staff members, including our secretary, I was moved to cover a position at the front desk full-time for five weeks, during which I couldn't get any of my actual job doing marketing done. All of my projects came to a standstill, and we even lost touch with one of our vendors who I'd been working with. The minute I was able to return to my own office, Stacy and her team were hounding me for marketing materials that in their minds should have been done by now. But as I essentially had a different job for the last five weeks, I wasn't allowed any time to work on them. I was beyond frustrated at this point and began looking for other jobs. About two weeks ago, I got an offer from a much better company and handed in my notice to Stacy. Stacy was flustered and asked me before I leave to finish the list of projects that she had kept putting off. Specifically, she wanted a project, Project A, that she had repeatedly pushed to the back burner since December to be done. I was the only one who could do this project and she knew it and she desperately wanted it done before I left since this completion meant that she could put off hiring my replacement for a while. In our meeting, she told me specifically that Project A was the priority and I was to do no other work until it was completed. Okay, Q, malicious compliance. One of the other reasons why it would sometimes take so long to get certain marketing projects done is because they require Stacy and her team's input and approval. This was mostly for design-related projects. I would make an initial design, get their input of what looked good, change the design, and then wait for them to approve it before sending it off to printing or a manufacturing company. All of this happened over email, and no matter how many reminders I would send, Stacy would always drag her feet in responding. It could sometimes take an entire week to do, what should have maybe taken three hours. I mentioned this problem to Stacy before, and she again never listened. Well, guess what this final project she wanted me to complete was. 
a design project, and guess who has spent the last week and a half dragging her feet to respond to my emails about it? Stacy. Now, I could have been working on the other items on the laundry list of work she wanted me to do while I was waiting for Project A's approval. However, since she explicitly told me Project A was the priority, not a single thing on her list got done. The best part is there is not enough time for me to fully complete Project A now either since she took so long to respond. I'll be handing off to her all the design files, most of which she can't even open since she doesn't have the right software, and then leaving on Tuesday. After that, not my problem. Opie then updated this post and says, I decided to make a second post to update because oh boy, <laughs> original post here. I'm writing this on my lunch break where I thought for sure I wouldn't have anything to report to you guys until the end of the day. But this morning was interesting to say the least. First of all, I'll reveal a bit more information about where I work because the context is needed to fully explain. I do the marketing and communications for a small school. Stacy, my boss, is the principal. The work I mentioned in my previous post where I was asked to do things I was nowhere near qualified for was to teach. Very often I was asked to substitute teach, despite not having the proper qualifications such as licenses or a degree in the subject matter. At one point I had to cover teaching a class of elementary schoolers with no lesson plan for an entire week because the teacher quit on the spot. Well today, my last day, I woke up to a number of texts sent at 5am from my boss asking me to cover again and substitute teach. Absolutely fucking not. Not on my last day will I be doing something completely out of lines with my work and that quite frankly makes me incredibly uncomfortable. I said no, she said do it anyways. No, I refuse to sub today, so I decided to explain a few things to Stacy. Project A still isn't finished. It wasn't going to be finished by the time I left regardless of what I did today because it was so far behind. Again, all because she took a week and a half to respond to an email approving the design. My original plan today was to do as much work on Project A as possible. But if I was being asked to substitute teach instead, it looks like that wouldn't be happening. And now instead of being mostly done, Project A would only be a little more than halfway complete when I left. Stacy was not happy hearing all this but somehow now she was miraculously able to find an actual substitute teacher. Now for the additional malicious compliance. Now that Stacy knew Project A wasn't complete, she reiterated to me that it was the top priority and she wanted me to do only work for Project A today, nothing else. So I will be doing absolutely nothing else. I was going to create a file in Google Drive with all of my photographs, designs and other media and give them access. I was going to show one of my co-workers how to log in to do basic edits to our website. I was going to create an Excel sheet with all of the passwords for our various social media accounts, softwares and other third-party apps. I considered these all basic things to do when leaving a workplace, but now it looks like I'm not allowed to do those. None of these items would have taken me more than 10 minutes, but would wind up taking the school hours, if not days, to reconcile. At 3.15pm, exactly, I will be out of here and then I'm done with them. I'm so excited to leave, I've already started packing up my belongings, and I'm being incredibly meticulous and petty about it. All of the pens, staples, and binder clips I bought are going home with me, even if they are in use. I'm taking my plug-in air freshener out of the bathroom. Even the temporary wallpaper I put up is coming down. I can't wait until a few weeks from now when they call looking for access to the pictures I took. Once my last paycheck clears, all those files are going in the trash. I wouldn't even offer them a chance to get them back by paying me a ridiculous consulting fee. As far as I'm concerned, that's their problem, not mine. Edit, 
I'm out. Good riddance. Design jobs, man. I can remember one design job I was in once. And I was designing a brochure where they was going to take it to a trade show. So it was time sensitive to get this brochure done. And it had like all of their products in and all this kind of stuff. Various information. Completed it. Sent it off to be checked by like the managing director. And they took weeks to send it back. I think it was like three days before the trade show was about to happen that they finally got to send back and wanted changes and to get it printed as well. Which I got the changes in, but the printers was like, hold on, that's a fast turnaround. And they charged like three times the amount that they wanted originally. It was just stressful and fucking annoying at the same time. But anyway, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 